Yo, what's good, podcasters? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. Week 12 of the NFL is in the books. I'm going to give y'all those updated scores. I'm going to talk about my top four games I gave y'all last episode. We have a new big dog this week. I can't wait to give y'all who that is. And we also have a new leader leading this prediction pool. And it's not me. I, I can clearly say it's not me right now. I am battling, uh, coming in tied for second spot right now. And we're going to talk about the NBA scores, stats, what's going on in the NBA. And then, of course, man, that, that good segment, y'all thoughts my opinion at the end. So let's get straight into this going week 12 of the NFL scores, man. Boy, Thanksgiving was a time for giving. Because some of these teams gave away a damn uh, W. Like the Cowboys. The Cowboys lost to the Raiders 36-33. The Bears beat the Lions 16-14. The Bills beat the Saints 31-6. My Ravens came out on top against the Browns 16-10. The Bengals trumped the Steelers 41-10. The Bucks beat the Colts 38-31. The Dolphins beat the Panthers 33-10. The Pats beat the Titans 36-13. The Giants beat the Eagles 13-7. The Falcons beat the Jags 21-14. The Jets beat the Texans 21-14. The Broncos beat the Chargers 28-13. The Packers beat the Rams. Uh, Packers got that 36-28. The 49ers beat the Vikings 34-26. And last night, the Washington no-name beat the Seahawks 17-15. That game came down to uh, the Seahawks couldn't convert on that damn two-point conversion. But, you know, the Seahawks is it's, it's suspect this year. Just go ahead and say it because I'm tired of picking them. And it's officially for the rest of the season. I don't care who they play. I will not pick Seattle no more. <laughs> I'm done with them. They they is trash. They ain't even try to give DK Metcalf any uh, love out there yesterday, man. It, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's bad chemistry or they're just a bad year for the uh, Seahawks. But y'all can continue to have your bad year because I won't pick with y'all. I don't care who y'all play. I don't care if it's the, the, the Texans or the Jets. I'm not picking the Seahawks. I'm done. Wash my hands. Woo! Speaking of that, man. The top four games this week. And the first game I want to talk about is the Titans and the Pats, yo. Ooh-wee. This was the battle of who was going to get. Can the Titans hold that number one seed? And the answer, as always, of the AFC number one, no. Couldn't hold it. They held the full like about three weeks, though. I give them, you know, give them nice applause. But they came, now since they got all these T injuries, the team is depleted. The Titans, they still hold, what, the third spot. But I really don't see the Titans holding that spot too much longer. Especially if the Chiefs keep winning and they keep losing. I don't see the Titans holding that spot. Shit. You lucky that they in the... Well, shit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts 
come out and win his division now. So we the AFC South, you have to pay attention now because it's, it's, it's a good battle. Even though the Colts did lose to the Bucks this week, but the Colts is starting to peak at the right time. And if the Titans start to decline at the, right, at the wrong time, and hey, they're going to meet in the middle. It's going to come down to who win a week, most likely like 17 or whatever the case may be. And then hopefully the Titans still have a good enough team. You know, they got good coaching staff. Mike Rabel can always keep you in the game, but at the same time, can't. there's no point of keeping in the game if you ain't going to win the game. And the Pats, yo, the, the Patriots, Mike, I'm going to give y'all the shout-out this week, this episode. Matter of fact, yeah, this week, this episode and next episode, I'm going to keep going giving y'all a shout-out because right now the Patriots, they took a pop quiz against the Titans because I – me and Kenny felt like it wasn't a real test or an exam no more because they started getting depleted. But now they got the Bills this week. And in my opinion, I don't think the Bills are going to hold the Pats. The Pats are peaking right at the right perfect time. If they ain't peak at the right at, at the right time right now, this is the time. They figured out what system worked at the beginning of the season. And right now, I believe they were like five or six wins in now. That's impressive, especially with a rookie quarterback. Now, let's hope that the um, Mac uh, Jones, I'm great to pull it, Kenny. <laughs> Mac Jones don't hit a rookie wall because right now he's deficient. My man was 23 from 32, 310, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That is about as clean as a game that you is possibly going to get now, <laughs> especially from a rookie. You're barely going to get that. From a veteran, because Ryan Tannehill was 11 for 21, 93 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And that's your bet. That was the guy at the beginning of the season when Derrick Henry was there that, oh, maybe Ryan Tannehill can be one of the MVP candidates. Or it was going to be Derrick Henry, in my opinion. I think Dark, if Dark Henry would have finished the season out, that he was going to be hands down MVP because he's unstoppable. He's more valuable to anybody's team, as you can see right now, than anybody. <laughs> so, that's just enough said right there on that note. But like I said, the Pats right now are sitting at number two. They are real contenders. So, my Ravens, which is sitting at number one, we got to watch our backs because... New England is coming up, and I think New England is a real deal. <laughs> Ryan Clark might have hit this one right on the nose when he said, don't be surprised if the Pats wind up being in the Super Bowl. Because right now, it's, it's not looking like a surprise. It's like I'm picking the Pats every time, whoever they play each week. Now, unless they play against the Ravens, which they don't play against the Ravens this year. Thank you. <laughs> but. The Pats right now are, are, are one of the hottest teams of the NFL. And they, like I said, they are closing and peaking at the right time. So, Mike, shout out to you, my man, for picking a good team. And uh, I wish the Pats nothing but the best going down the road. Because if we see y'all down that road, you already know who I'm riding with. Speaking of riding, hey, Kenny, what's up with these goddamn Steelers, dog? <laughs> My man Kurt told me to tell you, because I know you're going to listen to this episode. He told me to tell you that 
pay up that money, dog. Pay it up. And I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and tell you how I like my, my money. I like mine as singles. I like to feel like I'm rich for just that little period of time. Yes, I do know it's only $50. But when you got it in singles, it feels like a little bit more than $50. So I like mine in singles, please. And um, I don't know how Kurt one is, but I'm just relating the message. So while I was relating his message, I was going to go ahead and throw mine in there. Because the Steelers versus the Bengals, like I read y'all the score in the beginning of the show, they got Trump. 41 to 10. They got trumped. Like, right now the Steelers are sitting in the 11th spot in the NFL. And I mean in the AFC. And I do not see them claw, claw, clawing out this damn hole, man. I just don't see it. I really don't. They ain't getting no payback. They got swept this year. I believe they got swept last year. So, it looks like... The Steelers, you suck. I can go ahead and say it. Because now the Bengals are sitting in fucking second place and of the AFC North. And now we got to sit here and, and keep watching these guys. And, and, and golly, now we got to beat these guys because they already beat us at the beginning of the season. Whew. Steelers, you, you, you just couldn't do what, it, what we asked y'all to do. And, you know, it's back to... Fuck the Steelers. <laughs> you know, Big Ben was 24 for 41, 263, one touchdown, two interceptions. Joe Burrow was 20 for 24, 191 touchdown, one interception. It's like they 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 beat y'all. And like Joe Mixon, he had 28 carries, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Mixon almost had 100 yards in the first quarter. At the end of the first quarter, my man was sitting at 60-something yards rushing. Like, wow. And then he was already on, like, maybe about eight carries or so. No more than 12. I can tell you that. Joe Mixon was eating the Steelers up. And now that the Steelers is hurt with an injury bug with T.J. Watt again, you might as well go ahead and shut this man down for the rest of the season. He's not going to catch my old guard in, um, in the sack uh, race. So, I'm going to sit him down. He's he's fragile. He's almost just like how his brother was one year. You know, no disrespect to J.J. Watt, but he was injured for a nice period of time. Damn near a whole season. And now T.J. Watt damn near hurt. Damn near the whole season. <laughs> so, must be running the blood. I don't know, because the other Watt ain't. Ain't hurt. Well, you don't really hear about the other Watt. Nah. So, anywho, there's <laughs> nothing to talk about, man. And like I said, man, Kenny, you can't talk no more shit about the NFL right now. I, I'm pretty sure you already is transitioning to basketball because your Golden State Warriors is good. At least you got something going good for your team because last year the Warriors sucked and the Steelers sucked. So, it was just like, you ain't want to watch no sports but soccer. <laughs> I ain't going to keep fucking with you, though, Kitty, man. Just know when I see you in person, I will. Because <laughs> you already know the little brother that I am. Speaking of brothers, man. Rams versus Packers. Kurt, man, y'all shout out to Kurt in the uh, Green Bay Packers, man. That's his team. He's a diehard cheesehead fan. And he's called it 
He said, y'all keep on betting against us, against the teams that the media said we was going to lose to. And look what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Time and time again, the Packers just keep on showing us that they are really the number one seed of the NFC. All they got to do is wait for Arizona to lose one of these games. That's it. Once Arizona lose one of these games, they're going to fall down. I believe that the Packers will be number one in the NFC before the season is over. But the only thing I will not admit is that the Packers will have a better record than the Ravens. I believe we're going to have to tie this one all the way out. We might just break even on this one, Kurt. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just say that. The only way that I or you get an edge in this is when the Packers versus the Ravens on week 15. That's like the only only, only way it's going to uh, get broken. Because I got faith in my boys. And I think my boys is going to clean the rest of this season out. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know last time when Kenny was on here, I was like, nah, I don't think so. But they showed me something. And I'm going to get to it after I talk about the Packers and the Rams. Because I really don't want to talk about the Rams because Mike, I mean, not Mike, Travis, Ty, the Rams is a scary team, huh? Oh, they going to do this. No, we going to do that. They ain't did shit yet. This team... It's taking a step backwards. They don't even look like the team we was all talking about a couple weeks before, man. They look suspect. They look shaky. They look like they is not going to make it past the first round. Yes, there's still a little bit more football left to try to tune up some things, but the way that it's starting to turn out, man, Matthew Stafford wasn't all that of a great pick over uh, Jared Goff. That's what it looked like right now. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just the outside looking in and just, yes, it's just my opinions. But my opinion, Matthew Stafford ain't ain't really changing nothing. It ain't, it ain't looking too good for my man. It ain't looking too good for the Rams. It doesn't look too good for L.A. Because the Chargers fell off. The Rams is falling off. So it just look like everybody in that is, oh, I don't mean. The Packers is the best team in the NFC, my opinion. Hands down. That boy Rodgers was 28 from 45, 305, two touchdowns. Stafford was 21 from 38, 302, three touchdowns, one interception. You know, Matthew Stafford didn't have a horrible game. You're just not winning no games, man. You're, just, you're, not, you're not beating the teams that you have to beat because when they all come setting down, it looks like everything's going to have to go through Lambeau Field. And if you got to go through that to that cold tundra, it's going to be a brutal NFC championship. Now, 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 don't forget about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and all this other shit. Yes, I understand that they're starting to win the games that they're supposed to and dot, dot, dot. But right now, if y'all hype up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think the Packers are going to get real personal about it. And then the Packers... The Packers already should be personal about it because the Bucks put them out last year. So, if you start speaking the Bucks' name now and think that Packers is not going to beat them, the Packers is going to be the wind up beating them and then a lot of upsets and all this other shit. Everybody's going to be pissed because they didn't want to believe in Aaron Rodgers. It's a possibility that Aaron Rodgers can be the goddamn MVP of, this, of the league this year, man. 
Because there ain't going to be nobody from the Rams. Rams is terrible. They is. They suspect. They. They paper champs. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> Speaking of OBJ old team. <laughs> the Browns versus the Ravens, man. And the question was which Browns was going to show up. And none of the Browns team really showed up. You know, not really. Because the Browns had so many opportunities to win this game, to close out this game, and so on and beyond. But they didn't. Baker Mayfield was 18 for 37, 247. One touchdown, no interceptions. Lamar was 20 for 32, 165. One touchdown, four interceptions. Yes, not four touchdowns, four interceptions. Can you fucking believe it? I really can't. I really don't want to. But yes, but the Ravens shut down that daggone Browns running. They had no rushing. They didn't get over 100 yards rushing or none of that. The Ravens' defense looked a little bit better. Stopping the run-wise. Just stopping the run. Still suspect on the pass. And you got to give it that Baker Mayfield is hobbled. He ain't He ain't 100%. That man is on 20%. And he's dishing out whatever he got left. Uh, you know what I mean? I give my hats off to Baker Mayfield. You are showing that you are a true champ, my man. You are showing that. You can be that franchise quarterback if healthy. And if you got the right team. I think this is going to be the year that y'all take a hit. Probably won't make the playoffs this year. Y'all will give out a good run. But probably won't make the playoffs this year. I think use that as an advantage. Get Baker Mayfield healthy. Find out your better offensive scheme. That you can maybe incorporate more passing. To go with that running. And then, you know, make sure Miles Garrett stay healthy and that defense stay and build around that defense. The Browns can be already well put together team ready to be uh, for next year. So, Browns, there's nothing to really hang your head low about. But this is the year that I think y'all don't make the playoffs. And when the Ravens face them in two more weeks, I think the same result is going to happen again. Other than Lamar will not throw four interceptions. Hopefully that will be the last time in his career. That he throws four interceptions, period. But I don't believe that Lamar will throw four interceptions and the Ravens will not just almost hand the game over. Because that's what we almost did. We almost just handed. We, it was opportunity after opportunity after opportunity that the Browns should have capitalized. But they they kept shooting themselves in the foot. They couldn't. They they just couldn't get nothing rolling. You know what I mean? Once they uh, run game couldn't get moving, their offense couldn't get moving. So, shout out to my Ravens defense, baby. Yeah, we did that. Yes, sir. Speaking of did that, guess who made big dog this week? I am giving it to Joe Mixon. The reason why I'm giving it to Joe Mixon, man, because like I said in the beginning of the uh, podcast, this guy almost had a almost had 100 yards rushing in the first quarter. He was damn near close to it in the first half. If they would have kept running the ball like they did in the first quarter, they did in the second quarter, I believe he would have had 100 yards uh, in the first uh, first half. But 
you know, things happen. Offenses change. We uh quarter to quarter and Joe Burrow didn't do too bad either. But like I said, Joe Mixon, you've been running hard for like the last uh couple of weeks, man. You always been a run a run hard uh running back, especially back in your college days, so you deserve to be a big dog. Joe Mixon, welcome to Big Dog this week, dog. <laughs> well deserved, my man. Well deserved. All right. Speaking of well deserved, let's talk about this prediction, man, because we got a new leader. New leader. I hate to say it. He's just like his team, baby. Didn't have no chance to becoming number one and still became number one. But this is like his second time becoming number one. But I thought he was done out the waters and all that. I thought it was just going to be a three-legged race at the end. But he came up to make it a four-legged uh, race last week. And now he's sitting at uh, number one by himself. By two games. So shout out to my man, Mike. <laughs> yeah, my man been humbly keeping his picks right. And just staying focused, man. So shout out to you, Mike, man. You are two games ahead of me and Deshaun right now. Kenny, you falling uh one game behind me and Deshaun, man. You gotta you gotta put your you gotta put your running shoes on. But all in a nutshell, man, shout out to my man Kurt. He had best record this week. My man was 12 or 3 this week. Shout out to you, Kurt. I see you, dog. Your, your Packers won. You had best week this week. That's what's up. And my man was so anxious that he already sent me his picks for uh, his picks for week thirteen. So he already bought it. He already already know what it is. So that's what's up. <laughs> so like I said, man, thank y'all for keep on participating in his picks. Shirts, the shirt is getting made. That champion shirt is getting made, dog. You go ahead. Who, who gonna come up with this? My thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast prediction champ shirt, man. That's what's up. This is good. It is getting down there. You know, because hopefully I win my own shirt. <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't do y'all like that. <laughs> That's petty as shit, though. Oh, man, yo. Let's go to this NBA. Last night, NBA scored. We had the Magic versus 76ers. The 76ers beat the Magics 101-96. Seth Curry had 24 points. The Nuggets versus the Heat. The Nuggets beat the Heat 120-111. The Joker came with 24 points and 15 rebounds. Bulls versus Hornets. Ball versus Ball. LaMelo versus Lonzo. But Lonzo came away with that victory was 113-119. But Vucevic, Vucevic, I'm sorry, had 30 points and 14 rebounds. Okay, the bigs out here grabbing these boards. That's what I'm talking about. Thunder versus Rockets. The Rockets has been winning the last couple of games, man. Right now, they won last night against the Thunder. 102 to 89. And Christian Wood had 24 points and 21 rebounds. Let's go, Christian Wood. 20 for 20. That's what I'm talking about. The Pacers and the T Wolves. The T Wolves got that one 198. My man Towns had 32 points. The Cavs versus the Mavs. The Cavs got that one 114 and 96. My man Jared Allen had 28 points and 14 rebounds. The Wizards and the Spurs. The Spurs got that 116 to uh, 99. White had 24 points. The Blazers versus the Jazz. The Jazz got that 129 to 107. And my man Donovan Spider Mitchell had 30 points. 
that's something about the Jazz, man, that I just can't get with half the time. Like, they be winning a little bit, but they don't get that noise. You know what I mean? Then Donovan Mitchell is an all-star, but he don't get that all-star uh, light on him. You know what I mean? So, I don't know what's up with that. And uh, the Pelicans versus the Clippers. The Pelicans got that, 123 to 104. My man Valachunas had 39 points and 15 rebounds, and he was 7 from 8 from 3-point land. So, he's big starting to be more than just able to get on the box and dunk and all that shit. They, they starting to do more. Tonight's game, the Lakers versus the Kings. My man LeBron would not be playing in that game because he's in health safety protocol. Then we got the Knicks versus the Nets. The Grizzlies versus the Raptors, the Warriors versus the Suns, the Pistons versus the Blazers. So, of course, you know, I'm going to give y'all my picks. I like the Lakers. I like the Nets. I like the Grizzlies. I like the Warriors over the Suns. That's going to be a good-ass game, though. The battle between number one and number two in the West. And I like the Blazers over the Pistons. So, Lakers, Nets, Grizzlies, Warriors, Blazers. Woo! All right, yo, it's that time, man. It's that time. Your thoughts, my opinion. I only had one person reach out to me this week. That's cool, you know what I mean? And their thoughts were... Uh, let me see. I thought uh, I was going to remember off top the dome. Oh, right, right, right. About the Warriors. <laughs> What is making the Warriors so dominant this year? Why the Warriors look better than previous years? I think, uh, my opinion that the Warriors are looking better this year because, number one, Steph looked like he's fully healthy. It looked like he's engaged and ready to jump off in this season, right? Because right now, man, he's my lead runner of MVP to the NBA. Um, another reason is, the top reason, really, other than, uh, Steph Curry, the Warriors have a legit bench. Like, the games that I've been watching for the Warriors, man, they actually have a, a legit bench. Like, these guys actually play just like the Warriors back when they had Barbosa, Livingston, David West, Andrew Bogut, and the list goes on. You know what I mean? That's exactly what this team looked like. You know, you can also you can name some of these players off the bench right now. For the Warriors, you can name a Gary Payton Jr. You can name a, uh, what's my man, Anderson, uh, I don't want to get his last name right, but I do know his first name is Anderson. Then you do have, uh, Otto Porter, and you know what I mean? And then once you, hopefully Wiseman gets back and he come off and do his thing and he can solidify that bench as a, a, a good backup big man. The Warriors look like a healthy, uh, scrappy team. <laughs> you know what I mean? They Steph is, is averaging over 28. Clay is going to come back in the next couple of weeks. Draymond is more engaged and happy and excited to be playing uh, this year with this team and all that. And they have a great coaching system. Steve Kerr. You know what I mean? I, like my man Fabulous said, you can't give credit without saying Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson started building that team. And Kerr found the way how to um, build off of what Mark Jackson built. So, great foundation in the Warriors. And I believe that's why the Warriors are dominant right now. 
Now, the only way the Warriors can continue to stay dominant is if they got to stay healthy. That's number one. And then number two, keep playing the way they playing. Share that rock. Pass that rock back and forth and so on and so on. I believe that's the only way that the Warriors can keep pace of being number one in the West. Because right now, nobody really believed that the Warriors was going to be number one right now this year. Do you know? They on pace for winning, what was it, like 72-8 and eight or something like that or 73. I forgot what was the record they on pace of getting. But I'm pretty sure they're not worrying about that right now. But at the same time, it would be cool to see if they can do it. You know, but we'll see. You know, that is my opinion on why the Warriors are dominant right now. So, <laughs> there you have it. That's the segment. Y'all thought it's my opinion. And as always, man, I want to say thank you. Thank y'all for listening, tuning in, getting my views, and so on, man. Thank y'all. You know what I mean? And I, I also want to say thank y'all, even if y'all sharing my podcast, because y'all know that's coming up. I want y'all to share. Share the episode. Tell a friend who want to be a friend who could possibly be a friend. You know what I mean? That My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast is out here. You know, you can find us on find me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Breaker. You know? Then, you know... If you like uh, to be on social media, man, make sure you follow my social media, my uh, IG. It's my, T-H-T-S, my opinion, underscore sports podcast. You know, it's going to give you the update of my latest episodes, what's going on in sports, and occasionally, you know, some motivational stuff, you know, because we all need that motivation to keep on pushing, you know, if, if you're not on IG and you're on Twitter, look me up on Twitter at MyTHTS, My Opinion. You know what I mean? And then, like how my man Kenny did, you want to get on the podcast or you want a segment that you want to uh, put on your thoughts and my opinion, hit me on my Gmail at MyTHMyOpinion at gmail.com. You know, and as always, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. And as always, man, y'all know Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you last. Shake and bake. Holla at y'all.